shit wavy. Yo, what's poppin' everyone? Everyone's having a great day today. Alrighty. Okay. Okay, we're just gonna go over some quick news real quick. Hey, what's up, Miggy? How you doing? Jumping in the chat. Um, okay, so gonna go over some quick news. We'll wait for a little bit more, a couple more, one or two more minutes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Elbow cough. Fuck a beat. All right. Well. Okay. So we're just gonna go over real quickly, just like this really quickly with New York. Then we'll get to we'll get to Delta Eight. Uh, that's a really interesting thing that's been popping up to me recently. Um, kind of the implications of it, how it's affecting the market. Um. Yeah, yeah, M Mickey's right. I'm gonna talk. What I'm gonna talk about with Delta Eight is more so how it's gonna how it's affecting already the cannabis economy. Uh, it's making some pretty negative impacts, but and some positive. But um, so real quickly here, right? We just see with what's going on with New York. So they've officially come to an agreement, right? They've released uh the actual legislation so it's going to be voted on the next few days so you know cannabis in new york could be very very soon um but the summary of this 128 page uh bill is so adults 21 and older can possess and purchase marijuana products licensed retailers uh adults could also cultivate up to six plants for personal use three of which could be mature uh, a maximum of 12 plants could be grown per household with more than one adult. Home grow would not take effect until regulations set rules for it, and they would be a maximum of six months to do so for medical patients and must do uh, for adult use. Consumers, uh, no later than 18 months after the first retail. Okay. So people with convictions, they're going to get that expunged. Uh, system of licenses, just going to split them all up. Social consumption and delivery services, which is awesome. That's super big. We've talked about that. Um, individual jurisdictions would, would be allowed to opt out of allowing retailers or social consumption sites, meaning, right, if uh, certain municipalities want to vote on it, like, you know, they, they can make it so there's no commercial cannabis allowed in their area. Right. Um, and so then, then there's going to be there's going to be. <clears throat> There's going to be five people that are going to look over uh, the five people that are going to control regulations, um, which is going to be interesting. Uh, we'll have to definitely keep an eye out on that. And then 50% of marijuana business licenses issued will go to social equity applicants defined as uh, people from commu communities disproportionately impacted by the enforcement of cannabis prohibition, as well as minority and women owned businesses, disabled veterans and financially distressed farmers. Um, and then the tax revenue right that's going to be it's going to be 13 percent excess tax as well as a three percent per milligrams for edibles um yeah and so 
It's going to be interesting. Uh, police could not use the odor of cannabis to justify searches. That's dope. Um, right. A lot of this funding also, by the way, is going to, you know, 40% would support the state's public schools. 20% would fund drug treatment facilities and public education programs. Smokable hemp flowers, uh, flower sales would be allowed. Uh, the state's existing cannabis medical program would be changed to expand the list. Um, current medical cannabis businesses could participate in the recreational market in exchange for licensing fees that will help to fund. See, and that's a big thing right there, guys. There's, it's a pretty, um, this is a pretty, this market right here is, is pretty corrupt in, 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 in a sense where there's only 10 medical marijuana companies in New York, all of New York. That always, you know, that should always, you know, raise, raise some eyes in my opinion, because, you know, why are they limiting it that much? Anyways, let's go to, let's check in with, um, let's go to Biden really quick. Okay, so Biden is, I don't know why, like, I just wanted to highlight this article. Um, the CNN's, uh, this, so the, the, this is the, the title is Why Biden's Marijuana Stance is 10 Years Behind the Curve. I love how this is the title and they don't answer, they just don't even answer. They don't tell you why he's 10 years behind at all. All they, all they highlight is that cannabis has been extremely popular in the last, you know, 10 years has gotten extremely popular. Um, in 2010, apparently marijuana legalization was the minority position. Just 46% were for it and 50% were against it. In 2000, a mere 31% were for legalization. And when Biden first became a senator in 1973, only 16% favored legalization and 78% opposed it. I don't really know how accurate those are, but nowadays, though, we're at like 68%. So uh, pretty pretty goddamn uh you know popular obviously so with biden though really i mean this dude is definitely if you could see the last four or five days you've seen a ton of different articles coming out a ton of different media coming out about just from mainstream media which is a good sign kind of just asking this the same question like why is he so behind on this and you know you know hopefully he comes around but you know we'll, we'll have to keep we'll have to we'll have to see i, I think really um he definitely was trying to send a message there by getting rid of those five people. Um, but enough of that. It's enough of that. Honestly, let's, let's go. I want to talk about Delta eight now. Yeah. Let's talk about Delta eight. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we're going to leave some more bullshits going on in South Dakota too, with, with my favorite governor, Christy Nome. I'm just kidding. She's the worst. Um, we'll talk about that another day though. Um, okay. So Delta eight, right. For most people, you know, if anybody doesn't know, I mean, I think Miggy just said it down below in the chat. Um, Delta eight, you know, is, is just, it's another type of cannabinoid, but it's really in lot like a good way to like explain it. In my opinion is, you know, it's, it's like a very, very light beer, right? It, it's, it's 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 even lighter than you know a light beer honestly right it's more so though like but it, but then there's delta 9 right and that that's what that's what typical you know thc is but there's a big problem going on and this is kind of brought to my attention uh, a couple of days ago um, and you know cuz right now delta 8 is all over the south it's all it's delta 8 is is technically legal 
but it's a huge loophole, really. That's it's just a massive loophole. And I've we you know we've been knowing this, right? Delta eight is just a massive loophole for a lot of the states and markets that don't have recreational or medical really. Um, and so while that's been good for the states that are in, you know, that I think that's a great, you know, alternative for the states that don't have, you know, recreational cannabis. I do think though that we're starting to see now it affect the recreational markets in negative ways. And I don't think necessarily people, um, I don't really think people necessarily see the impact of what it does. So if anybody, if, I'm, I'm curious in the chat, does anybody know, if anybody smoke any sort of Delta, Delta eight cartridges or just, you know, there's a lot of different cartridges now. Anyways, point I'm saying though is, is a lot of producer processors in recreational states, they've now figured out that buying a bunch of hemp and then transferring that over into uh, Delta nine, um, and then, you know, you know, making distillate really, um, through a synthetic process, which is in my opinion, not the move, but, um, you know, that's actually been fucking destroying wholesale markets. Right. And it's this big loophole and, you know, cannabis companies like, like wholesale cannabis companies, like I have some friends that, you know, they, they hit me up about this the other night, actually. Um, and they're telling me like, yeah, like the wholesale market's about to be destroyed. Uh, because a lot of the flour, the wholesale flour, when we're talking about mainly outdoor here, right? I would say less than like, I'd say 30%, maybe 30, maybe 35, you know, I don't know the exact numbers, 35% or so of outdoor flour is actually used and then like sold as flour. Uh, the rest of it, the 65 to whatever percent, and it, it definitely varies between markets, but a majority of that outdoor flour though is then used for distillate, right? But because there is this loophole with Delta 8, the people are, you know, the, the, a lot of buyers are, are stopping, right? They're just going to buy, it's way cheaper to buy a bunch of hemp. And then, you know, uh, instead of buying just traditional outdoor, you know, Delta 9 flower. And, you know, I think that that is, that's like, cause I've, I've, I've never, this, this whole article right here um, in Politico, it, it talks about, the loophole that we, we I, I've known about this forever. I'm sure many of you have too. I'm sure, you know, anybody that's in a state where it's not legal, um, you probably are consuming, you know, uh, you know, Delta eight hemp, you know, T, uh, Delta eight THC. And that's fine. I have no problem with that, but I think that we need to look at how it's affecting the legal markets too, because the process of transferring it over to, you know, taking the Delta eight and then, you know, implementing the process to then, um, transfer it over into a Delta nine and, and then you, know, you have Delta nine distillate. Um, it's one is through a synthetic process that I personally just does not sound like the best to me, but, um, it also is going to destroy wholesale markets. Okay. It's going to destroy wholesale markets. And so I think in the, the next, you know, year and a half to two, probably year, two years from now to a uh, year and a half from now, if you're an outdoor grower in I-5, I mean, in that's I-502 is Washington, but if you're a grower in an outdoor grower in uh, any of the recreational states, you're probably going to lose your, you're probably going to lose your, I mean, you're probably going to get either, you know, acquired or um, you just can't compete with these hemp prices, right? I mean, it, it's because it, in a large percentage of those, of that outdoor flower, it goes into uh, distillate, uh, you know, or oil. 
So, um, yeah, I see. Yeah, Politico is trash news. I agree with you, um, Dante the Demon. Yeah, I agree too. I, I don't like Politico either. Um, I just want to get this he- this high this uh, headline right here. I, I've been more not even going over this article. Um, all right, let's go over some questions. Ch-ch-ch. Yeah, so yeah, let's have our Okay, where are we at? Where are we at? There was a Delta Eight raid the other day. Curious. Yeah. So well, a lot of people smoke these cards, these Delta Eight cards, right? These these are, you know, and yeah, the process with those, I, I I need to I need to learn a little bit more about it, but does not seem the best to me. The the Delta Eight cards, um, especially if they're not regulated, which none of this Delta Eight stuff is regulated at all, right? Like none of this is regulated whatsoever. Um, you know, so I think you know it's an interesting thing. I, I I it just it was kind of apparent to me, like you know, a lot of and then let's go to who said this. Uh, Yeah, in the next two years, it definitely will not be legal everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I promise. I mean, it could be. I mean, no, I'm almost positive it won't be. Um, hopefully, but chances of that happening, I, I would I would think not. Uh, um, let's go with Niggy saying. Okay, so I think since I smoke full spectrum plant, not much of the com- uh, of a competition in legal recreation estates. No, no, no. But that's not what I'm saying, though. I'm saying that the distillate game is getting all fucked up. The wholesale game is getting all fucked up right now. Um, it's going to be get, getting fucked up because instead of, you know, wholesale, you know, wholesale buyers going to buy outdoor, you know, traditionally grown Delta 9, they're going and just buying a bunch of hemp from wherever, right? It's dirt cheap and, you know, their prices are cut in half. And then they can take the they can take the delta eight. Uh, I don't know the exact process of it, but they can pretty much transfer it over into a delta nine uh, uh, distillate, right? And that's that right there. We're gonna see a lot of you know businesses going you know a lot of wholesalers going out of business, uh, a ton of them. And so we're gonna see companies that are gonna have to switch over, companies that are gonna have to adapt. Um, you know, look, you know, if you're a wholesaler right now and you're watching this, like I really recommend, I mean, and you're in a recreational market, I highly recommend you start to look at building brand. I mean, I, I've always said this build brand, um, brand is always should always be, you should never try to ever try to compete on scale long-term. If you, if you want to compete on scale long-term, I, I think that's one of the dumbest things, you do, uh, because big money is going to be coming in here soon. Um, so I just thought that was a super interesting point. Um, and yeah, and it's just, it's just kind of this weird paradigm where you see Delta A is Loki. You know, it's great because there's so many people that have access to it that don't have access to legal weed or they barely have any medical marijuana access or no, not, no uh, medical marijuana access. And uh, Delta 8 has been or hemp has been kind of that uh, 
you know, that's kind of filled the vac, you know, the, 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 the power vacuum or the, the product uh, vacuum space. Right. And so, you know, while that, there's that, but it's going to, but it's also going to eventually, it's this weird time period where they're the contrast between the legal markets and the non-legal markets, there's going to be consequences with that contrast, whether they're positive or negative, uh, depending kind of what it's, on what side you're on. But uh, I do think that, you know, it's an interesting point. Yeah, the 24 grams you have in New York, that's pretty dope. That is pretty dope. Yeah. You're talking about the Delta 8 there? Yeah, I don't think it's in Colorado. Is this a Tiva or Indica, the Delta 8 flower? I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yep, I'm speaking facts. There we go. Someone's someone's backing me up here. Someone's backing me up here. That China hemp, dude. China's taken over. China's fucking, yeah, dude. China, China, they've been on the hemp game for a minute. Yo, what's Bracken? What's Bracken, Brody? It's my boy. I live in Wisconsin. We're getting uh, close to legalized. I know people who got busted for 300 pounds or more and only got one year's. Well, damn, they lucky. It really depends where you are, though, because you could be in some you could be in some states or some region like you could be in certain states and they'll fuck you. Dude. Like like if you're in Idaho. Oh, God, dude. Or really, I mean, it just it, there's there's such a there's such a wide variety of. Uh... What my blood? No, I'm a crib. Dog. I'm just kidding. I ain't nothing. I'm definitely not claiming anything, bro. The fuck, dude. People even in states that are legal for medical don't realize how easy it is to get a medical card too. So that takes into it. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, that's that's you know, are you talking so like there's but there's certain states that have limited medical marijuana programs where like you know there's certain states where their medical programs are like wide open. Anyone can pretty much get it. Like Oklahoma is one of those. Um, and. <laughs> um, Oklahoma is one of those, but then like you look at a place like Texas, right? Their medical marijuana program is definitely heavily been heavily uh, uh, reduced or it's not reduced. It hasn't, you know, it's, it's, they just started to allow kids that have, you know, children that have, you know, epilepsy or any like serious uh, illness, you know, be able to actually use cannabis or get a medical marijuana card. Um, Building a brand is only po possible now or now. I, that's a great, yeah. I think it's it's not now or it's not now or now. It's not like dead set, but like this, we're definitely getting that period now where, um, you know, time is definitely ticking. Like, build brand because because right because when the big big money comes in here, and I've been saying this forever. I've been saying this for like like since I started this channel like a year and a half ago. Build brand because, like I said, you're not gonna be able to compete on scale, but one thing that you can have leverage over the big, you know, billion dollar companies that come into the space or the multi-million dollar companies that come into the space is the brand, right? 
you can go, you know, how to negotiate and you know negotiate with these massive companies that have all the leverage if you have brand equity, if you have, you know, uh, a brand perception by a large enough volume of people, uh, right? That's I mean, brand loyalty, right? Brand brand equity. That's the one, you know, leverage, you know, negotiating. Uh, it's one of it's the main one, that main type of uh, leverage that you would have over these big companies. Uh, so build brand. Don't don't buy a bunch of fucking cultivation. You know, don't don't buy like a ton of farms. Don't buy a ton of you know. Don't buy scale, because scale is a losing game. It is a literally losing game long term, in my personal opinion. Unless you're going to be the big, you know, the you're going to be the the shark, you know, the great white that's going to be eating everything else. Probably not though. It probably won't to be honest. And you know, that's why I said brand, 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 brand. Brand is everything. Brand is everything for most people. Yeah, I haven't tried the Delta, the Delta edibles though. That's what you're talking about. No, I ain't no blood, bro. What's popping? In Florida, you going away forever? Yeah, I mean they literally just let someone out. In Florida, somebody got out that got a 40, 35 year fucking prison sentence for like twenty pounds or something. It was I don't know. There's all types of fucking horror stories. It's disgusting. <laughs> can you smoke already can i smoke yeah bro come on does jungle boys have any unique unique strains um you know i think with the a lot of the a lot of the the the, the different breeders throughout you know la the bay area but cali really i think they've all shared like i mean like burner we all i mean most people know like burner and then like they didn't actually you know they didn't create uh the cookies strain right that that was been around for a while like i can't remember who developed it i think it might have been lumpy but somebody let me know down in the comments um but no yeah they have unique strains though i mean they it's i think it would be so, so dope for a type of show in my opinion, is like a show for someone to like. I'm not gonna do this, to be honest, because I already got enough stuff on my my plate. And I'm trying to, but I think I vote like just doing a show based on like figuring out the history behind each strain, like who developed it, what was the story behind that strain getting developed, like how did it develop long term in the market. I think that'd be a you know that'd be a super fire uh, uh, show idea. So anybody out there that wants to make it happen. You can hit me up too. Maybe help a little bit with that, but I feel like that would be a sick show because there's a you know there's a lot of history behind these different strains. Um, it's just so hard to like how do you track the movement of these strains? You know, given that there's not real like data, you know, since you know a lot of this is, we're talking about you know starting out in the the legal market. But uh, I think that'd be that'd be interesting. I mean, there's some I, I'm you know there's what millions and millions of strains out there, and you know there's. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of amazing stories behind, you know, the people that created those certain genetics and strains. So I think that'd be dope. All right, let's keep going. Montana medical card holder. So much Delta 8 here in South Carolina. Law enforcement has gone into smoke shops and confiscated all uh, Delta 8 cards in one county. More are expected. So ridiculous. Yeah, so they're going to start to crack down on it, but it's also like... 
it's going to be kind of just like how it's just like, you know, it's the, the cops are going to kind of get, be able to choose kind of what they want to do. Right. If you're living in an area where they're chilling, they're not really tripping about it, then, you know, probably won't do anything, but it's just kind of, it's just all over the place. What's really going to need to happen is, is federally they're either, they're, either they're just going to, either they're going to pass a law federally uh, to, you know, shore up some of the uh, regulations around the 2018 farm bill, right? Cause the 2018 farm bill, which legalized hemp federally, Right, that's via Mitch McConnell. Um, that's what allows kind of this loophole to be there for. But uh, and also too, like you know, I mean, like you know, like there's a huge problem right now with like outdoor grows, where you know these hemp growers, you know, they they don't give a fuck. They'll grow, you know, with males and females, and and, and then they'll get you know fucking uh, sweeped up in the air, and it'll, it can travel for miles, and then it'll get into someone's actual, you know, traditional outdoor cannabis grow uh you know like a traditional thc delta nine grow um and then just completely fuck up their 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 crops i mean that's why like they voted to get rid of uh hemp cultivation in humboldt uh which i thought was uh, pretty interesting how's the montana bud so watch, uh, hate to say it, rappers will jump ship on Delta 8 and flower for the money flow instead of quality. Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, that was the real, I don't know if anybody saw that uh, that clip I did. Uh, or, by the way, to anybody that watched that Jungle Boys uh, podcast, dude, that was the most trash podcast I've ever done. They did, a, they did a hella good job, but I just wanted to say that, like, one of the worst fucking podcasts I personally have ever done. Like, I did a fucking terrible job on that. I was stupid fucking tired. I was dummy tired and bro. Yeah. I, that I like, yeah, I told Ivan, I was like, that is the worst fucking interview I've ever done. And I, we need to re we need to run that back. Um, cause I like watched that over and I was just like, Oh fuck dude. Look like a fucking dumbass dude. <laughs> like Ivan carried the whole conversation. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, that was dude. That was bad. I was, I was beefing with myself. where we at where we at 31 percent in montana hey let's go i think we passed federal soon to counter the bad economy we need revenue for somewhere to we are yeah um you know but the but the but the clock is definitely ticking though on the on the federal legalization because we really only have about a year and a half now left to pass federal legalization in this time slot right like because in because in 2022 the midterms are going to come around i guarantee you that the democrats are going to lose either the senate or the house that's almost guaranteed like historically it's the first like i think it's like a it, historically it's it's almost like it's a 70 percent plus chance that that's going to happen if not more because typically like if you see the last few presidencies that have happened the first two years of someone's first term as a president they typically will come into office controlling the Senate, controlling the House, right? And then obviously having, you know, all three branches. And those first two years is where you were like big, big, uh, you know, uh, legislation happens. That's where you see massive legislation happen. The other six years, it, it's kind of a toss up. It's kind of, you know, it can vary. But the trend that we've seen over the last, you know, four to five, you know, three to three, to, yeah, about four to five presidencies, uh we've seen that right they get in the first two two the first two years they get something done because they have control of all three uh, uh branches and then right and then 
fucking, you know, midterms roll around and the other party takes over. And the other party usually takes over because, and this is mainly for the Democrats, but because a presidential election is what gets people uh, out to the ballots, right? It gets out to vote. In the midterms, the the voting, uh, you know, uh, percentage is, is way down, way way down. Now, there's there's one play they could make. I mean, you want you know, it's a great way to get people out to the you know to the ballot boxes to go vote. Cannabis legalization, you know, state you know state initiatives. In 2022, I think we're going to see a, a fucking ton of them. We're going to see like 10 to 12, potentially. I don't know. I'm just going to throw that out there. But like, we're going to see a lot. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see a ton of states do it. Um, and we're already seeing now a trend, though, though, like these different states, though, doing it on their own, right? We just saw New York, you know, New York did it. Uh, New Mexico's about to do it. Um, you know, that meaning that they, they're not going to need a voter initiative to pass legalization they're just going to do it within the legislative body so yeah dude congrats to new york shout out to new york Hello, i can't see you michael smith you also banned i don't know who's banned i didn't i've done banned anybody i don't know what y'all talking about on the subherb carts, I don't really know. I couldn't speak on them. Yeah, shout out to New York. Uh, are the Jungle Boys worth two fifty a pack? A lot of great strains available between fifty and a hundred. Um, we're talking about for seeds, I'm assuming. I need to look all this. I've I've been asked this like hella times, and I I don't really know. I'll have to look that up if it's for seeds. But dude, one thing I had to say, shout out to the. This is why this, I, I I mentioned this in my in the documentary. But like the fact that the Jungle Boys are selling their eighths for forty six, you know, all together, and then you compare, you know, that top quality product to other top quality kind of designer or top tier cannabis brands in California and the pricing dif the pricing difference is like substantial. Yo, that's crazy. You know, they're selling top shelf gas fire, right? And their competitors, you know, they're selling that shit for $75, $80 a fucking eighth, $100 an eighth. Get the fuck out of here. I'm never buying something like that personally. I just, that's just me. I mean, I, 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 and I also respect the, the, those other companies. I'm sure some of you guys probably know who I'm talking about, but like you know, like they're, they're dope too. But they, the fact that they do that, though, that's long term. I think that's super smart because it's it's not they're not over they're not they're not overusing their brand equity. They have a lot of brand equity, but they're really careful of how they use it. Right when when you see you know brands start to like really raise the price on stuff and and really you know get a nice margin. Um, you know they're using their you know there's like a pool of their brand equity like let's just say right and, and they're using a little too much of it because over time if there's mistakes that are made the quality isn't there um and then they're still paying that price you're like what the fuck is this guys what the fuck is this so i mean dude and they're about to and then they're about to go down to florida and fucking crush it like the like the fact that i, I didn't know in florida right you're not allowed to buy from anybody you know from other companies right you have to grow your own weed you have to be vertical like you're forced to be vertical typically a lot of you know a lot of other times like in cali 
you can buy product from other companies and then repackage it. Sell, you know, that's a lot of markets. But in Florida, you're forced to grow your own weed. And the Jungle Boys are literally the premier top top company in the world when it comes to a vertically integrated system. Right. They may not be everywhere. It's really hard to like scale a vertically integrated system all over the place. And they don't even need to do that right now. That's not even like you know a huge thing. But like fact is though, they like they're they're about to go down to Florida and yeah, they about to do some numbers down there. They about to do some fucking numbers down there. Because they're about to be they're about to be they're but they're, they're gonna be all over like Miami. Uh it's like one of their main hubs, and then all over the state too. Um, but like Florida, you know, I, I truly even some of those big, big corporations, you know, they, they better be a little bit. They should be a little worried about uh, Jungle Boys. And I think Cookies is moving over there too soon or they're opening up soon. Um, but, dude, Florida. I, yeah, any of those. <laughs> truly, if I'm good that truly has moved out of a other company or moved out of other states now. Moved out into other states, excuse me.